Hey everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Fuck This Job podcast because fuck these jobs. You see what I'm saying? I'm Tiffany and I am happy to finally be launching something about a topic that I am truly passionate about. Fuck these jobs. Fuck this job, that job. Fuck working. Fuck having to toil away to put food on the table, to have a roof over your head, to have clothes on your body. That is fucking ridiculous. That is just absurd. Like we on this floating rock in space and we decided that we're going to fucking work and work and work and work. And it's everywhere. Work is everywhere. You can't even read the fucking Bible and get 10 chapters in before God talking about, you know, you defy me, you going to work. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, like nobody wants to spend their life working. Nobody wants to spend their life toiling away. Even when people create their own financial freedom, I have read multiple articles about people who have gone into business and they hate that shit too. And they get to a point where they want to sell you a funky ass course because they want to completely wash their hands of the day to day. Nobody wants to be toiling day to day. People want their time. People want to do what they want to with their time. People want to create. People want to be detached from fucking results and out comes sometimes people want to fucking sleep till noon sometimes people want to go golf people want to go to brunch in the middle of the day with their home girls and their homeboys and all of that nobody wants to be toiling in the fucking mud in the fucking weeds working because you got to put food on the table because you need a roof over your head because you need clothes on your body nobody wants to do that So, with that being said, I have decided to start this podcast for people who are just truly bucking the system. We are tired of this shit. We do not dream of labor. We're sick of it. We're sick of it. We're sick of it. We're sick of the fakeness, the mask that you have to wear on the interviews, the mask that you have to wear at work, the commute. And not even if you are just in corporate America like I was, but more on that later. But just no matter what you're doing, if you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, whatever the fuck cute ass phrase they're coming up with lately, no matter what you're doing, people are trying to free up more of their time because the one thing you can't get back is time. You can lose your entire goddamn fortune and you can flip that and make that back, but you cannot get time back. You cannot get time back. You cannot get time forward. All we have is the present moment. That's it. That's it. That's it. The next breath you take, it's probably, it could be your last. Like that's all we have and you cannot put a price on that. But <laughs> that does not mean the world's not going to try because the price on that is these highest rent prices that keep going up. This inflation, even though, you know, it's coming down, you know, it's showing, you know, a record decline since 2021. All of this shit. Like, we're, like I, I just cannot stress enough my disgust with the fact that survival is intrinsically tied to work. And we keep talking about reimagining the workplace and diversifying the workplace. But it's like that shit is happening on such a small scale. You can barely even measure it. You can barely even measure it. 
Like you get on LinkedIn, you see a new job was posted fucking 39 minutes ago and already 1,100 people have applied to it. Nobody is happy with this shit. So with that being said, um, I am wanting to just talk about that and not just to bitch about work in the workplace because Lord knows we could do that and we could do that. But I just don't feel like that is the most high vibrational energy. Now, this is not to say that I'm not going to bitch about work, about my past experience with it, my current experience with it. I am. (laughs) I am because every day that I wake up, um, I am bombarded with the fact that I have to work to sustain my life. And that upsets me. So sometimes you're going to see me upset. You're going to hear me upset. So basically what I do want to discuss on this podcast is how do we book the system? How do we graduate from the muck and the toil to as much freedom as possible because we'll never be 100% free even when we are you know billionaires meeting our goals killing it we'll never be 100% free there's always going to be something because that's just the that's just the nature of life um it's all about how we respond to it you know what i'm saying because the adversity the the wheel of fortune is going to turn and it's about our response. So my objective with this podcast is to define and outline how do we book the system and how do we cultivate an attitude towards the ever-changing wheel of life, wheel of fortune in a way that is in alignment with our highest good. So I am very excited about starting this. I'm very excited about, you know, just interacting with you guys, you guys listening, you guys resonating with the message and all of that. And yeah, so let's just get into it. (laughs) Once again, you, you probably already know my name by now. I am Tiffany. And I don't like working. I don't like working. To use that cute ass phrase again, I do not dream of labor. I never have. And it didn't take COVID and Gen Z growing up to see this. I have felt this way for so long. I felt this way since I was a kid, since high school, you know, just having to work so hard and learn things that were not of any interest to me. You know, I loved English class. I loved history. Everything else y'all could keep because I I knew how to add, subtract, multiply, and divide. Like y'all could keep the rest. So it's just, I have just never, I've never been in alignment with things that are useless to me, that I consider useless. And we all have things that we consider useless. And working and toiling to survive is one of those things that I just I just cannot wrap my head around it even to this day I'm 33 years old and I still cannot wrap my head around the fact that we are living life this way somebody decided we were going to live this way and we all just got our heads down living this fucking way 
It's nuts to me. And people can say, well, you just have to find something that you love. You have to do something that you love. You have to, you know, you know, pursue your passion. True. You should go towards your desires. You should either find the thing that you love because some of us just don't have a fucking clue. Some things, we have some things that we like, but do we want to make it a job? Do we want to, you know, make it a living? Do we want to talk about it? Do we want to make content around it? Who knows? Um, And even if we do know, the question remains, do we want to do that? Do we want to assign work to that? Do we want to attach work to that? And you can follow your passion until you're blue in the face However, your survival is still going to be tied to income, which is procured through some kind of work. I don't care what y'all do. I don't care what kind of get rich quick schemes are out there now. And you hear people talking about, oh, I made $5,000 in two minutes or whatever they be saying. You still got to work. So I've never enjoyed working. I've been in, I was in the human resources industry for the last 10 years. I had an array of different HR functions. I I worked all different kinds of, you know, uh, human resources from talent acquisition to compensation to global mobility, all different types of things. And um, that was not by choice. You know, I didn't I wasn't in elementary school when I asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? I didn't say I wanted to be an HR generalist, an HR analyst. I can guarantee you there's probably zero people on the planet who have ever given that as their answer in elementary school. I was one of those creative types, one of those passionate types. I knew I wanted to be a journalist. I knew I wanted to be a writer. Um, I knew that I wanted to be a film director from very, very young watching Turner Classic Movies. I knew that I wanted to work for NASA because I wanted to study the planets. I love astronomy. I love space. I love the cosmos. I love all that. So I knew I wanted to do those things. Never did any type of career like doctor, lawyer, HR generalist, HR analyst pop up on my radar But I became an adult and I pursued writing, journalism, interning at a magazine, and it did not translate into a job, a full-time job, even a paid job, because it was a paid internship back when those were so cool. And I had to survive. I had to put food on the table. I had to... Um, put, I had to make sure a roof was over my head. I had to have clothes on my body. So I parlayed my communication skills, writing skills, all of that. And I interviewed for an HR role. And then it, it turned, turned into 2013 to 2023. So I progressively got more and more disillusioned with this as the years went by. You know, once I saw I was good at it, It was something that, you know, came relatively somewhat easy to me. The only thing that I was trading was my time because I didn't have just, you know, horrible, horrible jobs. Um, Maybe I had some environments that just didn't necessarily jive with what I wanted, but I didn't I didn't work in these just toxic, horrible environments. Well, 
I'm being a little generous, but you know, some people have true work horror stories and I just don't. So anyway, um, as the years went on, I definitely became disillusioned with the fact that so much of my time was being given to a commute, you know, and then just, just really just taking a step back, getting older, wiser and looking at myself and I'm like, I'm fake. Like every day I'm fake. I go into this job, I'm talking, I'm talking in an accent like this. I'm talking to everyone like this. That's not how the fuck I talk. I am from Shreveport, Louisiana, and I don't talk like that. I ain't never talked like that, but all throughout academia and work, I have had to wear a mask, code switch, do all that shit, just, just to be a little more palatable to people, to the people in charge. So, you know, you get older and you get tired of this shit. <laughs> tired of this shit you get sick of faking you get sick of faking with people so as the years went on and I was still in corporate America I got so sick of it I got sick of feeling like I wasn't being paid what I was worth I got sick of feeling like I was being fake I got sick of you know passive aggressive ass managers and 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 incompetent managers I got sick of this shit I got sick of coworkers who would be bitching it up with you. But when it was time for a, a survey or to talk to the leadership about what was going on and how we were feeling, they were all, everything is perfect. And I'm sitting out here saying, no, nah, shit ain't perfect. And they just like, oh, I don't feel that way. You know, just those types of betrayals at work. So just dealing with that shit, the same shit that so many millions of people deal with, right? I'm not telling y'all something that's just extraordinary, but... I got sick of it. I got sick of it to the point where it was making me sick. Like I was just migraines every day, hating going to work. Even after, even when COVID did hit, we were working from home. And that was, that had been a dream of mine because I got so sick of being in the office and seeing people and having to say good morning and all this shit. But then they wanted to fill up your fucking calendar with even more conference calls. And I'm just like, the, the point, where is it? What is it? So... I got sick of being fake on conference calls because at first they were fine, you know, when you had your camera off and then they were fine, you know, when you didn't have questions and all this shit. But then they were like, can everyone turn their cameras on? And, you know, we're going to ask some questions and we really would love it. You know, just, ugh, child. I just, <laughs> I got sick of that shit. I got sick of nobody in the organization knowing anything. Having to, you know, just go through a Rolodex of people just to get simple answers to things and figure out things and get responses and all of that. Like, I'm sitting up here toiling and working my ass off and your ass been away on Slack or Microsoft Teams. You've been away for fucking 2.5 hours. I mean, and then I fucking talk to you and you talking about you was at you were at H-E-B. Hell, how long you was at H-E-B? <laughs> like, bitch, you're supposed to be at W-O-R-K. So, anyway... Just dealing with just the frustrations, those little frustrations that just chip away at your soul. And the whole time that my soul is being eroded by this process of work, of just especially work that had no meaning to me, I am not doing anything creative. I am so divorced from my creativity to the point where I'm questioning, hell, am I even a writer? Do I even like writing? I would go to write and that would feel like work. And I was just like, you know what? Ooh, you know, I was like, okay, this is work that doesn't pay. So it's not worth my time. 
<laughs> what a tangled web we weave when we get rid of the things that we love because we get so sucked into work. Now, hindsight is twenty twenty. I got a position making my dream, well, at the time, dream low six-figure salary. I just wanted to hit six figures because I knew I was worth six figures. And I got a job at an organization that was so disorganized to the point where even the leadership, the newly hired leadership were saying that basically they were kind of duped into taking the job. They didn't realize the situation was as dire until they actually took the position and they started the job. So, you know, just like red flags like that really popped up in my last role and I was only there for three months and I resigned. And since then I have been unemployed. I haven't worked at a job. And that was eight months ago, eight and a half months ago. And no one could have told me that I would be in a position to not work for that long by choice. And it's been amazing. It has not been without its stressors, aka having to put food on the table, keep a roof over my head, clothes on my body. It has not been without its stresses, but the freedom, the freedom the fact that I naturally wake up at 5.15, but if I toss and turn at night, I might need to work. I might need to wake up at 7. I might need to wake up at 8. And the fact that that just really wasn't an option in my former roles without having to be at work all fucking night. So just, just, just the reclaiming of my time has been invaluable. The slow, slower than I want it to be, but the slow process of falling in love with art again, with writing again, with with creating again, the slow burn of falling in love with my passions again has been invaluable. And the uptick in my mental health and wellness Like, I'm one of the meditating girlies now. I meditate. I have been meditating consistently. Well, as far as the check-in on my, you know, my app that I use, I'll talk to y'all about that at some point, goes. I've been meditating consistently for the last 60 days. Journaling. I've been journaling since September 2022, just consistently every day, just filling up journals, dumping all this information in this muck out of my head, out of my brain, onto paper, deepening the relationship with myself, deepening my awareness of myself and getting back into the things that I love. Astronomy, which opened up my love for astrology and tarot and gaining a spiritual practice. You know, I grew up very Christian and that shit stopped resonating with me at some point. And I just didn't know what I was. But I knew that in order for me to undo the damage that had been done to me and the damage that I was a willing participant in, because, again, we're going to talk about how our responses to things, they also just fuck us up. We could be in a very fucked up situation. 
And if we don't have that base, I'm not talking about spirituality, I'm talking about just the base of being able to regulate our emotions. If we aren't able to do that, then the situation compounds. It just gets 10 times worse. So, but back to just my time of not working, all of the the ways that I have grown and healed and just been revived, it's invaluable. And no, it wasn't a break that made me wanna go back to work. It was a break that made me want to come home to myself and really, really learn who I am and what I'm about. And I, beyond the shadow of a doubt, am a person who does not dream of labor. I do not want to work. I do not like work. I do not like the ways of working. I do not like the practices of the workforce. I don't like any of that shit. And on this podcast, we are going to grow together, learn together. I'm going to impart some of the shit I've learned. And we are going to figure out how to buck the system in ways that are are in alignment with our highest good. Because everybody's highest good is different. We're all, we all have the same destination, but our journey is going to look different. And we're going to get there together. So... Buckle up.